Okay, it's recording. We're hey. recording right now. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Trying to Be Better with Joel and Steve podcast. My name is Joel. This is Steve. And you're at the podcast. <laughs> you're at the podcast. Congratulations. You pressed you found play on your the way. You found it's like your the way. Batcave. You don't know how you got there, but here you are. Here you are. And lucky to be here you are. I don't lucky know. to be here I am. I am lucky to be here I am. <laughs> I am full. I am uh, today's podcast is brought to you by these. Um, I made uh, uh, breakfast burritos that I just shoved in my face, and then we got on the podcast. So, nice. like, I am full of breakfast burrito. With was there like <clears throat> hash browns in there? Or was I put eggs tots or? in it? I put scrambled oh. eggs, tots, and uh, plant based chorizo. Oh, uh huh. Made by the people at Tofurky. If they want to sponsor the pod, that'd be great. Tofurky. I've not tried any of their products. Perhaps I to- should. Tofurky's chorizo is chef's kiss. Mwah. Okay. It's good. It's very right. good. But I'm full uh-huh. of love to be on here with you. Well, if it makes you here, I'll just I'll I'll see your Tofurky chorizo and raise you one big Eileen's cookie. Oh my god. All the frosting. Like it. <laughs> Like the cake, no, not like the, the giant. Not oh my giant god! Room, but like, yeah, I got some Eileen's cookies from work, and I may possibly have been <clears throat> overindulging on them a little bit because I I worried that it was the big cake, the big cookie. No, no, I've done that before. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I every anytime I've ever been at anybody's <laughs> house where they've had the big cookie from uh-huh. Eileen's, you know, you break off a little bit. Yeah, you break off a little bit, and then you cut off a little bit more. Sure. Then you cut off like a, a Yaya's pizza slice, right? You know, slice. and then you then you then you go in the bathroom food. and shove it in your face while so nobody can see you. Why is, is that? Is that <laughs> crying in that delicious frosting? It makes it yeah, it makes it it softens it up your tears. It's so good though that shit. Uh-huh. I mean, their their regular cookies are good, yeah, but yeah. the big cookie, the big, the, yeah, they I don't know. There's something else going on in there. Yeah. So I th- when you said Eileen's cookie, I was like, "Damn!" No, I didn't go that whole hog. I feel but like enough. A, a, a different version of you would do that. That has happened in the past. Yeah. Uh huh. Mm. It's old habits die hard. Instead of the guy, you know, hanging around the keg. Yeah. It's the guy hanging around the cookie. Yeah, with the cup and the keg, and right. yeah, I'll, I'll take money for the cups by the keg if that's. Go- I'd love to help. Sure, I'd love to help. <laughs> I've never done a full disclosure. I've never done a keg stand. I haven't either. I don't, I don't, I never understood the point of that. I don't understand. I don't know. I guess it's to get more. I don't know. How would you even drink it? I don't know. The whole idea of like, you know, drinking games or like competitive drinking, like. I I did a fair number of beer bongs, like my senior year of high school, but that always ended badly. I never actually enjoyed it come out your nose it's wasted yeah, it awful, booze. actually it's wasted booze yeah because i didn't see one of those in years until um it was on Shit's creek oh yeah at that party in the first yeah. season i didn't do competitive drinking and le- the only competitive drinking i did was with my own soul sure i, well, I understand that <laughs> i i get it that's yeah hey well, guys uh, just just <laughs> so you know joel and i have no plan we got no plans. And no here's plan. the great part about that is that like, we've been interviewing and talking to some really great people. Yeah. But like last week or the week before I'm like, Hey, let's just, we've let's got a super, we got a super awesome guest next week. Like, yeah. let's just, let's just connect. Let's just talk. Maybe we have a topic. Maybe we don't. So well, I'm sure there's something in here. Let's talk about you were on a thing. You I did was, a thing. I, I, yes. Yes. I was on a thing. Uh, I not 
what uh less than 2000 the podcast is called less than 2000 it's with uh my good pal adam and his pal chad and i met chad but i don't really remember meeting chad because if you know adam he just likes to yap so 2018 it was about this time of year 2018 i am kirsten is i think out of town or she had plans that night and i was literally sitting on the toilet looking scrolling through instagram and i saw that one of my favorite bands a perfect circle is playing in omaha and i knew that i just didn't know how finals week was going to work out or blah 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 and so i go to look at seats and there's there's seats available and there's some in the second row and i was like i'm going to get a single ticket to go see a great band and i'm just going to go I'm going to go. And well, and our, my good friend, um, Andrew was going with some other people and I knew I'd see him there, mm-hmm. but I got different seats and I'm sitting next to this guy and we just start yucking it up. And he's talking about, you know, all the things, recovery, all the things. And, um, it was like, it was really cool to get to talk to him. And then we went and saw Primus and Mastodon together and we text a lot. And so he asked me, he started a podcast that's all eighties and nineties stuff i love it so I, I was talking to him i was like i have a podcast blah 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 and uh i said well hey if you ever want to talk about pearl jam and 90s you know rock and roll 90s seattle grunge scene i'm like i'm your man and he's like we've never done that before i'm like you have a 90s podcast you've never so i was on the podcast <laughs> a couple weeks ago but it aired today thursday the 6th yeah, so it's out there to, i listened to most of it today um and it was very enjoyable those guys are Thanks. hilarious. Yeah, they and are. And I really like I learned weirdly some things about you and or more more in depth, maybe another layer to the onion. Mm-hmm. And uh it was just an enjoyable uh th- those guys are a gas. It's great. Yeah. Less than two thousand. Highly recommend. Super yeah, they fun. they are they were great and they were great hosts. They're better hosts than we are because they bought me a Pearl Jam coffee table book. We're we, like the worst. We're, we're blowing we owe it, people dude. things. Though. Yeah, we bought Eduardo a mug, but he's this not even he won the competition. That's true. He won the fake contest. It was a real contest, <laughs> but like we haven't gotten anything for our guests. Like we're terrible. They have it, and they they have it. Hey, all hey, hey! They've gotten the notoriety and the fame. That's true. See? They have a Patreon, and they have like topics planned out. Like, they have they have like commercial breaks. Yeah, they have commercial breaks. They have breaks. actual like I, it appears to be original introduction and break yeah. music. They have a great like voiceover guy. Like they're they're doing he, great. They so was, they've got Don Pardo. Yeah, right, exactly. But they were really they were super nice. I loved being on that and they, you know, the the podcast that you can listen to for free is about a half hour long, but if you, you know, join up with their Patreon, you get like the full hour and a half where I go way off the deep end about Pearl Jam. How, and how, um, how much is that? Is it? I'm, I'm doing the calculation in my head. How bad do I want to listen to you talk about Pearl Jam for an hour? Well, what's it worth to you, buddy? I know those guys are hilarious. They are. They really are, and they yeah. have really good energy. And they've they're longtime pals too. And yeah, um, wait. So fun- they're two longtime pals that started a pandemic <laughs> podcast. Yeah. How yep. gauche? Well, no, I think they. I think they may have had the idea, or at least started it before the pandemic. But I don't know that oh. it aired until that time but but they talk about everything like they had a they had a whole thing i was about, looking at their their you know the list of shows I'm, oh that's cool that's a good idea yeah there and adam kept dangling this out there he's like the highest downloaded episode is the one about docking and 80s hair metal and i'm like 
I am going to do whatever I have to do to make sure that this one gets you better ratings than Dokken and 80s hair metal. So what did you do? So what I did, Steve, was that I shared it with our Instagram followers. I put it out there on my social channels. And I also am a part of some like, you know, Pearl Jam fan Facebook groups. Uh I put it all over those. So hopefully all I want to do is beat the Dawkins 80s hair metal band (laughs) numbers. That's my whole point. Sure. But it was really fun. I mean, I, I, I had, I had kind of. I, I don't know. A few months ago, I watched the documentary called Hype. It's about all the. Yeah, I want to watch that. I, had, dude, I didn't know that was a thing. It's on. I, it's on. I think it's on Amazon Prime. Okay. It's. I mean, it's. It's the definitive story of Seattle music, and as seen through whose lens? Well, through mostly through bands that didn't really get a lot of fame. Oh, okay. So Eddie Vedder from Pearl Jam's on there. They have some interviews with Kurt Cobain and other sort of well-known members like Soundgarden. Chris Cornell and Kim Thale were always a part of the scene from way back in the day. So they're on there a lot. Sure. But you get to know bands on that particular documentary. And I mentioned this on the Less mm-hmm. Than 2000, but like Tad, Screaming Trees, Skin Yard, Malfunction, Green River, uh, Mud Honey, um, all kinds of like bands that you can that I didn't know about at the time, so like the strawberry alarm clock of the San Francisco scene. Exactly. Yeah. You get to know those, those sort of names. And mm-hmm. I think you would really dig it, Steve, because you've told me a couple of different times that you kind of, you were kind of out on all that, you know, mm-hmm. like that really wasn't your bag. Nope. But that particular documentary gives, it's just a good music scene documentary. Sure. And you know I what I mean? that. Well, and it wasn't because it was literally, and we've talked about this before, but like when, when butt rock was on its way out, Mm-hmm. right and, i and, love butt, I mean, butt rock <laughs> it's a great I term love, but the, it really is like, yeah it's great but uh and like it's to me like i was already knee deep into the dead scene and fish and all that when that was mm-hmm. going down mm-hmm. and so i just it to me it was like oh i see the record companies are transitioning yeah yeah and that's <laughs> like, exactly i mean and by the time you would have noticed it, that's exactly what was happening. So yeah. there's, there's, you can't fault anybody for seeing it that way. Sure. But what this documentary hype really goes into is like, this is what was going on before, you know, Sony Music got a hold of it and started right. pumping it into everybody's living rooms. Well, because, that- and I'd be interested to, because you know a thing or two about the San Francisco scene, because that one, from my perspective, seemed really supportive, you know, for the most part. I I wasn't there, right? But the stories that I've heard, like just listening to, if you, the good old Grateful Dead cast is fantastic. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's fantastic for deep dives, and this season's great. They just spent an entire episode just on the other one from the Skull and oh. Roses live album. Oh yeah, but just anyway to listen to them and David Crosby and Stephen Barncard and a bunch of other people talk about the scene happening on Wally Hyder's studio in 1970. Mm-hmm. it's just it's just the grateful dead and crosby Sills and nash and a bunch of other people just flowing in and out of there that's seen see, see and, that's the thing that sounds very familiar because before a shitload of money got dumped into seattle before before nirvana's nevermind i mean yeah somewhere around there <clears throat> like and chris cornell talks about this in the pearl jam 20 documentary but basically like in new york 
Joey Ramone always said, like, we would cut everybody down. We would we would sabotage your show. We didn't we didn't give a fuck about you. And so he didn't understand Seattle because everybody was like, well, I'll go to your show and I'll sell merch and then I'll get up and then, hey, you need you need a drummer in this show. And like everybody was super supportive. Right. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, Hype. You need to everybody needs to watch that. So anyway, that was a really great opportunity to be on. It was great to be a guest. You know, they were. Yeah, they were they were great hosts. It was really lovely. So thank you. What have we what have we learned from that experience? Well, I learned that uh, there's a lot of just old time pals that are starting podcasts (laughs) (laughs) and that uh, it's fun to like when they kind of knew what our bag was here at trying to be better. One of them was like, he was like, I'm not going there. Yeah, no, you guys are way too feely. I can't do that. And that cracked me up. I'm like, perfect. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Perfect. This is why I want to have him on. But um but they I mean, you know, that there is a I mean if you look through their list of of shows, there's an endless amount of shit they can talk. They have a, they have a whole show dedicated to Air Jordans versus Reebok Pumps. I saw that. You know, or obscure 90s bands Eddie or, Murphy Delirious. Yeah, Eddie, Eddie Murphy's Delirious, so I learned that that was really fun and I'm really stoked to be on that. So check it out if you guys can. Yeah, it's cool. Less than two thousand. Less than two thousand. It's a great name. It is. Mm-hmm. It's catchy. I think, tra- I think they're playing off the less than zero thing. Maybe. Oh, maybe. Sure. Oh man, that whole book and movie messed me up so bad. It's a fucked up. It's pretty fucked up. It is. Yeah, the story is. Yeah. Well, and you look at, uh, you know, Robert Down. Robert Down. Yeah, 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 yeah. And just like, oh, that was pretty prophetic. I think that he had a lot of personal experience at the time mm-hmm. for yeah. that one. Yep. Yeah. He's come out on the other side. Pretty okay. He's had a pretty decent run since I then. Think he's doing, I think he's doing fine. I think he's doing okay. <laughs> he's you know, just fine. He's yeah. Iron man money, dude. That's Iron what... man money. Well, he has, I mean, his, uh, he has a, a very easy charisma. Yes. It's very easy. It's very relaxed. Yep. But it's very uh, attractive, attractive, infectious. Yeah. 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 Him and uh, like, uh, well, it's different because like uh, George Clooney, same thing. Yeah. yeah. They're just movie stars. Yeah. yeah I mean, they can, I, I, you know, Robert Downey Jr. can kind of do some character stuff. And we saw um, George Clooney do the, you know, uh, uh, oh brother we're out there and that was a character God, for some yes. you know what i mean I but like about that he kind of plays himself most of the time and yeah, does it really sure. well does it really well yeah load of money shitload of money yeah so so yeah Wasn't we he don't like the maintenance guy on facts of life or something isn't that where he started oh my god screen? yeah yeah he was the school janitor right something like that yeah mm-hmm. the facts of life uh-huh tootie tootie uh-huh there's your less than two thousand Right yeah, there. let's talk about the f- Steve. Are you a facts of life that's, life expert? That's all I remember. That's it. I couldn't tell you. <laughs> I remember I tell you the name that. of the the headmaster lady. Yeah. I can picture. I can't tell your name. I I just remember watching that with my older sister. I remember she really loved that show. Mm-hmm. Gold, uh, Silver spoons. Silver spoon. I remember Alf. I think that might See, have I been never a little... watched Alf. Oh, I loved Alf. There's, that's love... our generation difference. Yep, Alf was my jam. That kind of killed me about you guys talking about Chad being the the youngster. Sit down, boy. No, it's it's Adam that's it's the Adam youngster because young. oh, he's okay. a year. He's like thirty nine, about to be forty. Sorry, that and- you guys confused Adam Chad. Sorry, <laughs> but yeah, that's yeah. He's a whole year behind us, so 
that he, made he had to know, listen to the old man. I was I was sitting there thinking, shut up, kid. <laughs> you know, I'll be 50 shortly. 50. Five zero. Holy shit. On your wedding anniversary. June 28th. Uh-huh. Yeah. Five zero. What's that? What's that feel like? Have that looming? Well, yeah, we'll I don't have know, to do- man. It's pretty weird. Um, because I've definitely had some um well i've i have no right to a midlife crisis i had all of i had like 12 of them in my 20s so um <laughs> you know yeah started, yeah that's fair so that train that ship has sailed but like uh <laughs> the whole mortality thing has really kind of crept up a little bit it's it's yeah. weirdly made me care less about a lot of things i think that's the point yeah like i, don't, I mean like whatever yeah I've, I've got let's say round numbers 25 to 30 years left. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So like that's uh you know that changes like that's that I mean 40 was I don't know I was I wasn't doing great when I was 40 in general and mm-hmm. so it was just I don't it was just a fog but I yeah. feel like pretty good right now you know yeah. like things are yeah. good. Yeah. And it really has uh Yeah, it's like wow, think like this is good. And the clock is ticking, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so that's. Uh, I don't want to go listen to Dark Side of the Moon um, <laughs> later. Um, later, but uh, I don't know. Like, so I was listening to Mary Stan Cabbage talk this morning on my way to work. Yeah, and just more about impermanence, and yeah. she was talking about her older brother who's got Parkinson's and isn't yeah. doing very well, and and that he's just like shrugs his shoulders like it's yeah. happening i listened to that talk too and he's yeah she was saying that he's he's really he's at a point where he's it's pretty he needs a lot of assistance mm-hmm. but he's sort of calmly and lovingly accepted it and yeah. he's he's able to sort of enjoy what he can yeah and that's i think that i mean you're not there obviously no. but i think there's something really pretty powerful about what you said about like when we really do accept our own impermanence mm-hmm. the things that we get, I, I, I'm letting go of a lot of shit lately too. And I think that that's, that's part of what, if you do that lovingly with mm-hmm. compassion towards yourself and, and truth, the, the, the byproduct of that should be freedom. Yeah. You know what I mean? It should feel freeing. It should feel like, well, why am I worried about X, Y, or Z? Yeah. This truck that cut me off or why oh, am I worried? Yeah. Yeah. Whether my lawn gets a little too long sometimes, or, you know what I mean? Like what is, you know, yeah, the, it snaps things into into focus. You know, yeah. it's it's I, what I like to do is go to all the way to like existential dread. You know, and oh like sure, catastrophic thinking about stuff. You know, well that's but I mean that uh, that's just you know like self centered fear, man. Yeah, it's it it is attachment. It's attachment. I mean yeah. it's a, it's a ta- I'm attached to or even further because I just got done listening to. Um, Pema Chodron's book, uh, Don't Bite the Hook. And she, and I've always heard talk about like attachment, attachment, desire. But what she talks about in that book is Shenpa, which is like this Tibetan word for the charge that the attachment gives you. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, no, Joel, I don't know that concept <laughs> at all. <laughs> I knew that you were totally free and enlightened. So I wasn't totally sure. Totally free, totally enlightened for like years now. And my brother has said that word before, and I didn't really, I didn't. What know. is it? Shenpa. Shenpa. It's the charge that you get from the attachment. Yeah. And I had like, and really- that is, and that's very, 
attractive. Oh yeah. It's that, Mm -hmm. it's that feeling you get when you buy the new thing on Mm -hmm. Amazon or it's the fee. Honestly, I I was looking at it with my therapist at the time when I was, it was a lot of things came together, but there was some work stress that was going on. And I was talking to my therapist and I had talked to my sponsor and all these things. And I, and then I listened to that book. And what I discovered was I was getting a charge from the suffering. I was getting a charge Mm -hmm. from worry and fear and stress. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I was attached to the stress, even though I didn't like it. I was attached because I thought if I'm not stressed about this, then I'm not going to get anything done. Yeah. That's interesting. You know, so it's kind of hooked by the, the shot that it gave me, Mm -hmm. you know? Well, I can get that way at work. I can get that. I can get that shot from, um, like, oh, I'm so busy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. What do you, what do you get from that? What's, what's that? Well, then it's like, so I, uh, it's, well, it's a combination of kind of this weird, sick form of motivation. It's Mm -hmm. like fear-based motivation. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And, um, and then also presenting the image of the person that's so busy ah it's like george costanza walking around the office with a sheet of paper you know (laughs) and i joke about that at work yeah like people say you're walking fast i'm like yeah but i don't have a piece of paper or a cable to hold (laughs) if i'm walking around carrying a cable yeah people assume god he must be on his way someplace you know he must what he he dude he is he is single-handedly keeping this place together pretty much that's correct yes but the thing is, uh, I'm aware of that. And I used yeah. to do that. Like that was a thing. And, even, and yeah. that was like a long time ago, but I can, I can catch myself sliding into that. Yeah. But I have to very quickly remind myself that where I work, everybody's that busy. Right. Right. Everybody's that busy. Everybody's and- schedules just that jam packed. And we're all working towards a common goal and we're yep. all on the same team. And then that's like, so then on a good day, I can get a better charge yeah. out of being part, like being, <laughs> being a cog in the machine, but not in the bad way. No, I, dude, that's, that's, that was the message that I heard from one of those things. I can't remember. That's right. why everybody out there have a lot of things going on. Cause it's, you don't know which one is the one that's saving your ass, but I, I can't remember who it was. Right. It was Pema or sponsor or therapist or whatever, but they, they pointed out like, Hey, we're part of the, the interruption to that attachment to that stress is that we're all working towards a common goal and none of us are doing it perfectly. Yeah. You know what I mean, Right. We're all, we're, we're all in the arena, but nobody's, you asked about what it's like to be almost 50. Yeah. And that's the, the, I mean, adults don't know shit. (laughs) (laughs) We do not. Anybody here is actually not a fully realized adult yet that listens to this podcast. Yeah. Just, we're all literally still, we may have some education. Sure. In a specific, and we may have some life experience. Yeah. But if we're, if, if you see an adult that's like trying to, uh, you know, progress to live life, to be actualized. Yeah. They're fucking up so much just all <laughs> over the place all and the time. They, and if they're not fucking up that overtly, they think they are in yeah, their yeah, head. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there are, there are, there's a percentage of people out there that are just total sociopaths that can do no wrong ever. Sure. Maybe. But you no, know, they exist. Okay. But I mean, in their head, right? Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, yeah, don't 
I, 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 cause I, and like I said, I'm like, I'm, I'm at work right now. Where a lot of people work on a few big projects all at one time. Mm-hmm. It's totally insane. It's all happening. It's, it's so all happening, but like, and there's, you know, people, sometimes balls are dropped. Sometimes a, a little thing is missed that is, was kind of needed to not be missed. And, and just like, and everybody just kind of regroups and just, okay, well, we'll, here we go. We'll try it again. And, and uh, it's so like that. Okay. So what I'm trying to say is that the feeling of whatever, I don't know. It's just, I can't put a, a word on it right now of, of working with towards a common goal with a group of people that are kind of like-minded, even though we're totally not, some of us are like politically as disparate as you could be, but you know, but whatever, that's not important. What's important right now is getting this thing done. Yeah. And to see that come to fruition, Mm -hmm. that feeling, it's a feeling of pride accomplishment. I don't know. Yeah. Is, is, is vastly better than that charge of, check out what my thing is that i have to do you know? <laughs> right look at my pile of trash that i made this hey, well that's not even a pile it's it's my super important stuff right here it's mine and it's you my, my widget is done <laughs> pretty much that yeah, yeah 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 exactly that thing like well i did my part well the different what the difference that i hear is that you're talking about the feeling that one naturally gets the byproduct of, of interconnectedness yes, versus yeah. ego. Yes. Because ego always wants to either puff its feathers out yeah. or, or, or hide in a hole so that nobody sees or blame or, you know what I mean? Yeah. But if you're all kind of like, all right, we're going to make this ship sail somehow. And we yeah, may yeah, have yeah. to duct tape it a little bit, yeah, but we're all we get- in this together. Yeah. That, that feeling is, I don't know that that's Shempa. Like, I guess maybe you could get attached to that, but, but I don't that's, know. But it's a different thing because it's, it's, yes. it is an interconnectedness. It's not a, uh, it's not an attachment. Right. Cause you're not really attached to anything other than maybe the desire to build the thing with your fellows because you see how it benefits others. Yeah, sure. Not just yourself. Maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's also like we're getting, yeah, this is good. We're getting, it, it, it's uh, it, you're allowing your ego to die a little bit. And then mm. by doing so you're letting go of your sense of self Mm-hmm. Because if if my widget is done and made and I did it before, I I did Jim, it first and better and you can the rest and of I have can, to and I'm going to reply all and let everybody know that that's exactly right yeah and then and then it never you never get the feeling back that you, they're like, either like you know somebody just good, good job, thumbs dude. up emoji <laughs> right yeah right good job dude here's another th- here's make another widget please right you know yeah, right it's like you never get. It's net. The return is never, you know, that the return is never good enough to sort of satisfy what your expectations are. So then you have to dig in even more. Mm-hmm. And that's the wheel, man. Like that's the wheel of some sorrow or suffering or whatever you want. That's just the cycle. That's the cycle. But it, why it's not, it's not my instinct to be like, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm driving to work and like drinking my coffee thinking, I can't wait to see how I can benefit all my colleagues and students at the same time. Like I got yeah. most mornings. I need it's effort to get to that point. Well, most mornings I'm driving to work thinking about, okay, that's behind. 
Mm-hmm. And I got to meet with these people and I don't know what they want. And I'm no, I don't know that one dude. And I'm pretty sure that, <laughs> I mean, I've never met him before, but I'm, that's going to go badly. It, and, this is going to go bad. And yeah. I should think about all the ways and what I have to say to excuse the badness. Yeah. And then maybe I should, I don't know. I mean, I have to go. I have to, I have to go. I, I have to go. You're like Cameron. Yeah, yeah. On Ferris he'll keep calling. He'll, he'll keep calling. calling. I'll go. I'll go. I'll go. I'll go. <laughs> <laughs> I relate to that so much on so many levels. <laughs> You're not dying. You just can't think of anything better to better do. To do. <laughs> when you, Stephen you, was in <laughs> Egypt's land. Let my Stephen go. <laughs> What'd you see today, Cameron? Nothing good. That's right. Nothing good. Now that's and that's suffering. Like Cameron, that's a perfect, perfect example. And when he finally ru- just ruins his dad's Ferrari, yeah. And, it, and it's like the worst thing happens, and he's still breathing. Mm-hmm. That's when he lets it all go. Yeah. He's like, well, that can't Ferrari, get worse than that. That Ferrari had to die. It did. Mm-hmm. So wreck your Ferraris, everybody. Right. I mean, not while you're driving them, but right, your metaphoric yeah. ones, your spiritual Ferraris. Yeah. 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 That. Uh, yeah. Because going back to the whole idea of impermanence or death, it's like when you, when you know that Ferrari isn't going to last, the, the Lamborghini that is your body is going to decay. You accept that that is the story all around you is birth and decay, birth and decay, birth and decay. Then it's like, well, I'm just... I'm just in the mix with everything else. I'm just a part of it. And mm-hmm. when we fight that, that's when we feel fucking miserable. I mean, you yeah. could be like shoving Botox in your face and like thinking, Oh, good God. I got to find ways to make money so that I can make money so that I can make more money thinking it's going to give you eternal life or something. It's not. I don't know. There's a couple of people that are going for it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Who I mean, knows? We could be wrong. We could be wrong. They, there could be cryogenic, tr- cryogenic freezing chambers underneath Disneyland, you know? Yeah. Or, or Amazon Am- warehouses. I was going to say Amazon uh-huh. <laughs> or SpaceX. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I guess more power to them. It ain't me, babe. Yeah. yeah. No, I hear you. I yeah. hear you. I did read, I did listen to that book. I think you mentioned it several episodes ago, but that book, um, the subtle art of not giving a fuck. Oh, isn't it great? It's super great. And it's, mm-hmm. yeah, it jives with kind of how I look at the world. He's a little dude, bro, here and there, but yeah, I think yeah. on, on the main, super good, mm-hmm. super helpful. Dude, bro. Yeah. He's, there's some of that happening there. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So, um, Speaking of things ending, I'm very excited that uh, tomorrow is my last day of regular classes for this school year. How'd that go this year in the pandemic with the teaching? Steve, it was a shit show. <laughs> well, here's here's the thing. It wasn't, it was the it was like Dickens. It was the it was the worst of times, it was the best of times. Oh, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Well, I saw you did some cool things. I well, a student mentioned it the other day because I was sharing with them some of the project results and they're like, you did a lot of media stuff this year Mm -hmm. and this kind of walked off and I'm like, Holy shit. I did. I mean, I did. I shot a lot of video. I created uh, the, the second sort of 
theatrical creative project got looped into one of my classes and it's a website. I'll share that with the people. Yeah, We're making do. a website that's like connected to all this, this poem and you can click on different words of the poem and see different parts of the project. Nice. Uh, I mean, our department, our theater department as a whole, like learned how to live stream stuff. The, the, the second show of the semester was done, was live streamed on Twitch. Nice. Um, I missed that somehow. Yeah, it was really cool. And it was my colleague adapted um, that book. W, well, he adapted it's WWZ. So it's about a zombie pandemic. Oh. And he, yeah, it did it all on Twitch. It was really cool. And we, we uh, recorded the last two shows and like we leveled up in that respect. Sure. But uh, the, you know, the worst of time, it was also like teaching acting classes with masks on and mm -hmm. not being able to have live audiences was, was a real drag and like, and, and trying to train students to do theater where they look around and it's one of the most dangerous things and first things to be shut down was like large scale sports and concerts and theater was dead, you know, just right. died. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, we're hopeful. I mean, things are going to be sort of coming. Broadway is coming back. So it's kind of like, I think, and this is off on a tangent from how my school year went, but I think that live performance concerts, I think that, I think that there's going to be a rush to celebrate that stuff. I really hope there is, because I think that's such a part of the DNA of our culture as human beings. Okay. I hope so. I hope so too. Right. I mean, I, I'm hopeful that it'll come back, especially a little bit more outside this summer. Well, I, I hope that um, as it does come back, that people really see what they've been missing. Yeah. Yeah. Not that there hasn't been like cultural opportunities, but they've all kind of been online and mm -hmm. God knows there's, you know, a million, there's a thousand times more quote content than we could ever, ever watch. Yeah. Um, but that thing of going back to the, it's the Shakespearean thing of being in this, <laughs> it seems kind of weird saying this, the middle of a pandemic spread through the air, but being in the same space, mm -hmm. sharing the same air as yes. the people that are doing the, yeah, that are creating the experience. I mean, there's something very powerful about that. Yeah, I totally agree. And I've said those words in a few different forums before this all went down was like the best thing about why live theater is still relevant is that you come to breathe the same air as the performers and sit, you know, sit with each other in the same room and be there in a communal space. Yeah, that's you know, real. so trying to like, you know, get get people fired up to, to learn theater when they don't. There's like, well, is it ever going to be a thing again? It will be. I thought I don't well, you know. I told you earlier I'm going to uh, I'm going to a, a music concert. A music like, concert. With I'm a... going to a music concert. <laughs> a public a public music concert. I'm doing that at the end of the month at uh, Falconwood Park in Bellevue. I'm gonna go oh, see yeah? Leftover Salmon with Charlie Shanka, who was on here for Oh ago. nice. Yeah, he's coming back and he's he got a like a four person pod. You know, it's not like the it's not like the flaming lips bubble, is it? It's not you know a flaming. I, mean? I don't want to do the flaming lips bubble. I think that sounds miserable. No disrespect <laughs> to those guys because I love Wayne Coyne, but uh, um, being in a hot, sweaty nope, bubble out. that would be fun for about four minutes. Yeah, and then yeah. Like, I want the fuck out of this thing. Right. Yeah. Right. 
Um, I paid $160 to get in this. What the hell was I thinking? Um, They give you a squeegee though. You can squeegee off the condensation. Okay. That would be fun once. (laughs) Once. Yeah. Um, So I could Instagram it. Look, I'm squeegeeing the condensation condensation off the inside of my flaming lips bubble. Let's uh, let's go out of this. Now I would like to go. Yeah. Um, But no, it's outside and it's going to be some uh, exciting music and probably some Mm -hmm. dancing and some frolicking. Yeah, I don't really know much about leftover salmon. Oh, they're great. I uh, I don't. I mean, I'm not like a hardcore fan or anything. But I, I mean, shoot, 1999 is probably when I first heard of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and they play really. I mean, I guess you, if you were gonna lump them into a group, they'd be new grass. Yeah. Okay. Yep. But uh, you know, really energetic and really fun and kind of trippy and you know, mm-hmm. it's a right party, on. yo. Yeah. Yeah, dude. That'd right? be great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't wait. I'm gonna go to a live music party. A lot. <laughs> I'm going to one of them live music parties. I've been here. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, dude. Can't I wait. I want to go. I want to go see. I want to go see more local shit too. Uh huh. Like I want to go see. Well, like right now, I got to give a shout out to uh, Chris Stefan and the Basement Creators Network. Like yeah. tonight, they have a deal. Uh, Chris Loggers playing on there. Oh yeah, and if and, you don't, for those listening, you don't know who Chris Logger is, you should check him out because he's a hell of a guitar player and a pretty sweet dude. And he's a party. Really, he's, he's a party. A party. He's a legit he is party. A total party. Yeah, his band like, is great. He figured out, and I don't know if that's the same guy making the stream, but he figured out some streaming shit on his own. Like he had like a green screen behind him with all mm-hmm. kinds of trippy visuals and mm-hmm. stuff, and he was kind of doing it. Yeah. And like, dude, he figured it out. I think this tonight's deal is a will be a higher uh nothing against right. what he was doing but it'll be a more professional more polished right affair, he won't have you know. to worry about producing yeah, it. yeah he just shows up to play play yeah mm-hmm. that'll be yeah great. he's he's a blast yeah i got a lot of respect for that dude mm-hmm. and for yeah. chris stefan too he's uh i've known chris not we're not close but i've known him for a long time and um he really like he um set out to do a thing within the audio production world and he's done it he's had a record label and he mm. uh, uh we should get him on here yeah dude well, uh, he, he has like a studio studio ph and uh, okay yeah works with a lot of people that's great mm-hmm. yeah we should yeah. get him on here yeah i yeah and theater's coming back i just saw today or yesterday that like the Steppenwolf theater survived. They were in the middle of a huge, like multi-million dollar new space in Chicago. Yeah. Um, I remember you talking about that. And like, I'm like, Oh God, that's going to get super delayed, but they finished it and they're going to, they're going to have shows this fall. That's and, exciting. And, and we usually take our students every year to Chicago. So I'm kind of hoping, I mean, you know, right around December, maybe things will be good and we'll get to go see some shows at the Steppenwolf and, you know, it's just like those little things that like, yeah, I really hope that we all, especially as a uh, performing artist myself, and so are you, mm-hmm. like we recognize the value that that and the joy that that brings to come together with other people. Really, that it's about the joy. Yeah. I mean, because that really, um, I mean, at least the events that I go to, that's or like to go to, that's the... Uh, determining factor i guess you right know? right Is it like that's i mean yeah there's fun and but somewhere in there there's an element of um expression mm-hmm. uh and there's an element of community mm-hmm. and there's an element of joy of all those things coming together yeah 
Yeah. That it's, that it's, y'all it's get to walk out. Yeah. It's celebratory. hundred percent. It's not just about showing up and looking cool for two hours. Right. And getting you the t-shirt that says I did the cool thing. And I looked cool. And I looked did cool you, while I was there. Did you see me? I looked cool. It, pretty much. Yeah. yeah did yeah. you see my widget? I made right. a widget. <laughs> I made a widget. That's right. It's, a, it's, I it made a widget at the quest center in. Oh, well, this is like, goes back to your point. It's like, you know, those commute, a communal experience, whether it be theater, even sports. So like I went, I bought a ticket to see the Husker baseball team. A couple. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I was, I was jealous of that. I'm like, oh, I, I was at the baseball game. I just bought a ticket. And I was like, I'm going to try this out. I got a general admission. I could sit on the grass. Yeah. It was a lot of people. It was more, that was the biggest crowd I'd been in besides getting vaccinated oh, right. 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 <laughs> in like a year and a half. It was a lot of people were outside. It was fine. They had veggie right. burgers that tasted terrible. It was great. And, but there was an in, inside the park home run that mm. uh, Huskers hit. And like, I like high fived this stranger next to me. Yeah, yeah, we were yeah. hooting and hollering. It was like yeah, yeah. baseball. Like I got a little choked up on the way. Uh -huh. Like I was about ready to leave. And Kirsten was like, Oh my God, you're going to a baseball game, babe. And I'm like, right. I'm going to a baseball game. Like it was, it was really cool. So like can find the communal experiences and don't fucking take them for granted. Cause right. I think we're going to, we're going to get them in fits and spurts, at least for this summer. Yep. And it's not that we have been completely devoid of communal experiences. I mean, Lord true. knows we spent enough time on zoom over the last year. True. Very true. It's just, it's, 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 it's there's been a, I don't know if a disconnect is exactly the right word. It's just not the same experience. It's not, mm -hmm. it's, it's really not. And, and, and like the digital platform thing has been life-saving for, for me as a yes. person in recovery, but also yes. as a teacher that's been yes. useful yes. and connecting with others. My wife like, has been making a living 100% on zoom. Right. I she'll talk about that next week, actually. Oh yeah. We're going to have your wife on. Yes, we are. I can't well, wait to talk to her about that because uh -huh. I've never, I mean, I have a therapist now that I've seen for a while. I've never met him. I've never sat in the same room with him, mm -hmm. you know, and like, what a cool thing, but you're right. I think that, us as human beings need to be we're social animals like we we need to be together we we need we you know when we yeah we need to I come tell together. you it's been so you know i mean most of you if you listen to this at all know my dad passed uh over the holidays and it's been you know for a while we really couldn't get together like with my mom because mm -hmm. right. there's no vaccine you know we had to follow right. COVID rules you know and uh and uh, we think we're all vaccinated. Like my mom is watching the girls like a normal, wow. totally. Yeah. So we can take them to her house. She can come to our house. It's not a big yeah. deal. It's a little weird. Sure. Which is weird. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh yeah. It's weird that it's weird. Like the first time I hugged my mom, uh -huh. it was like, I think it might've been uh, Easter maybe. I don't know. But I gave my mom a huge hug and it was like, oh my God, I get to hug my mom. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Then so, it was weird that it was weird. Yeah. I mean, yeah. but that's uh, like uh, we say, I, 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 you know, I, I enjoy, you know, Rob Rauner is, do you watch the Rob Rauner videos on YouTube? I do not watch Rob Rauner. Oh, uh, he's a local physician. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Coronavirus updates. I love his 
He's like the the pirate radio. This is Kinda. the straight facts, guys. This is yeah. what's going on. Yeah, yeah. Love him. And uh, to so like there's rays of hope that there's people like him out there. And then uh, on the flip side of that, we have, and I'm not kidding, at my kid's school, there's a group of moms that are putting together a get to know each other finally Facebook group event yeah. where you get together not masked because masks are just inhumane. Oh boy. Yeah, mm-hmm. dude. And what's That's... really awesome about that is some of the teachers at our school are like on board with that. Mm. And it just makes me insane to think that like, yeah, what? Yeah. Well, <laughs> there's, there's like, well, did you hear about that fucked up school in Florida where the teacher, uh, the teacher at this private school told a student a child in elementary school when his when he told the teacher that his parents got the vaccine she told the kid not to go when he goes home not to hug them because you know you don't know what's going to happen like this teacher told his kid not to hug their parents because they got vaccinated yeah and that's part of a that's a total whack job narrative that's happening right now that that well i can't i don't want to be around you because you got the vaccine i don't know what that's gonna do that's like the most what's the site what's the psychology term for that where it's uh gaslighting well yeah but, but it's like no. the, it's like it's like they're it's like they're trying to get payback for not uh, being socializing because yeah. of covid right well now i can't be around you because you got vaccinated yeah that's insane it's insane because it's there's nothing factually there's it's not based like, on fact like that's ever mattered it hasn't no, especially it hasn't for the last matter. four and a half years it right. sure as shit hasn't but yeah that's like you know what i was thinking about like five or six minutes ago what how nice it was just to have a conversation about things and not the daily disaster <laughs> drill <laughs> yeah yeah oh like right now you mean yeah yeah we're just, we're just sitting here talking about art and freedom mm-hmm. and yeah celebration like, and celebration and not like can you believe what insane thing did you see what we the horrible you cruelty he... you know that's just now our daily lives apparently did you did you hear that he wants us to inject us ourselves yeah. with clorox let's, bleach let's, let's just let's take a moment let's just take in a moment and acknowledge okay. that that just slightly over a year ago our president yeah suggested injecting bleach as a cure for coronavirus i just want to let's acknowledge that and uh, then I, and then i don't know then, maybe it will work maybe it won't work then, i don't know who then, knows i don't know maybe you could drink bleach i'm then, not going to drink it you he, can so drink it so you know that just like 2 weeks ago there was a quote preacher arrested in florida for selling bleach as a cure Oh my God. So just say, well, he was, there's no ramifications of that. Are you sure about that? So let's just take a moment, and acknowledge that not quite half of the country that voted, voted for that asshole. Yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah. They hitched the wagon to it, man. <laughs> it hits their wagon to it, baby. And like, at what point? And he's, he's being so, it's funny how like off the rails we can get with this guy, but he's still saying like he interrupted some, wedding uh reception at mar-a-lago and took the microphone and still said the things about how the election was stolen from yeah. him and well, so could- facebook is like yeah you can't get i mean facebook of all things that allows all kinds of shit on it's like yeah we still 
we're not gonna no yeah we're not gonna we're we're gonna meet as a board you still can't you still like, can't have Facebook. right now in arizona there's like an election precinct that is scanning ballots with uv light because there's a theory a conspiracy theory that some of the ballots that were quote cast for democratic candidates yeah were from china and oh they're watermarked God. with this invisible uv light like pre-stamped with democrat votes that's happening right now that's like a sanctioned thing that the that the election it's, commission is actually doing yep wow so no fringe elements there i think i really hope they find alien dna on them and what's really funny is what state was it in uh a guy that was like leading the a guy was arrested for actually casting a fake ballot like his yeah. dead mother. oh yeah, it was for and Trump. It was for Trump. <laughs> it's like the only evidence of voter fraud that's actually come out has been for Trump. Right. It's so, you know, he was right, dude. He was right. There was voter fraud. There was widespread voter fraud. And it was all for him. Idiots. Wow. Wow. Yes. So just to breath. like, so just, just so you, just so we're sitting here all smug and talking about art and joy and stuff. No, it's still a total shit show out there. Yeah. Have you seen what's really funny is, you know, Trump promised, you know, he got kicked off of Twitter and Facebook. He's going to, you know, invent a platform that's going to revolutionize. It's going to be the biggest, the bigliest thing ever. Right. It's the literally like a, a sub page on his. Uh, no, it's like a sub page on his Donald J. Trump website chat. And it's oh, literally no. it's like tweets, but in blog post form. Oh, God. So he's now literally he's a blogger. That's what he is. He's a blogger. He's, a, he's like he's, an insane. He's, he's, a, a, he's literally like he was ranting and railing against Facebook and the big tech companies. And mm -hmm. I'm like, it's just like it's just like Abe Simpson yelling at a cloud. Yes. Man yells at cloud. Old man yells at cloud. I'm like, dude, you're so if anybody's like, I just wish people could stop and see how ridiculous hitching your wagon to that insane, narcissistic, ridiculous human I, he is technically a human being we, like, that has never done one think so positive thing for yes. anybody but himself that's my guy <laughs> that's my guy matt gets matt oh, gates he's my guy he's my guy he's my guy pizza gets you know yeah it's a total fart show man yeah but like but, but the the level of like because what it really is is like i i I, I wish i could just dose everybody so we could have this actual conversation oh let's do it to where it's like really rather than admit that you've been supporting the horror show mm -hmm. probably since way before 2016 mm -hmm. and now it's gone so far off the rails yeah there's only one thing to do, and that's sure as shit, not admit that you were wrong. Oh, hell no. Mm -mm. It's to double down and to get the UV lights out, baby. Because we're well, scanning see, those ballots. Uh, I'd, I'd like to I'd like to offer uh, just this just kind of to circle back to like re, like the idea that um, this none of this lasts and that we could. You can't that. What do you, okay. Let's talk about Shenpa. What let's while you're hot and fresh on it, Steve, Sure, I'm all about Shenpa. 
Wasn't he what he was the he was the funny stooge, right? What charge did you get? Larry you feel when you Trump? when you go on the rant, and I'm not saying you're wrong, I agree with everything you just said, but what do you get from that? What do you feel? Um yeah, Shempa. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, totally. But it's not it, but honestly, I mean that's that I mean, there is an element of that. I'll be but sure. But it's all it's like I'm not making this up. This is not like some fictional fantasy. No, I, I know you're not. It's like it's actually happening. You're not it's wrong. Actually happening and it's has happened. Still happening. I like we have a friend that just got back from uh she got called down to the border. I mean, they're still trying to sort out mm-hmm. putting children back with I, families. I, I let's let's just take a minute again to yeah. contemplate that that administration separated children from their families yes literally put toddlers in cages yes without their parents yep without their parents let alone without like actual with food no or care and with then, no plan and with then, no plan to return it and then, no plan no yeah. plan yeah. and then had those same toddlers appear before judges by themselves with a court appointed attorney to defend themselves. Right. That happened. That happened. And if and you're a person that supports that, you can go fuck yourself. Dude, I'm with you. hundred percent. I'm totally. Well, but the laws, you can yeah. still go fuck yourself because yeah. every single thing that Hitler, who apparently you kind of support did was legal. I think that there's a there was a big it part was of me all that, legal. There was a big part of me that was was convinced that Stephen Miller would just like go into the war room and, you know, um, rub himself down with oil thinking about, you know, potentially more that he could do oh, because yeah. they didn't have a plan. But I think that Stephen Miller definitely did have a final plan, if you get what I mean. Like, uh, I think he <laughs> I think that he's that, you know, I yeah. think that he's that sadistic, that horrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. But that, that tracks. It's so easy. And it's not like there hasn't been precedent. Right. And, and here's the thing is that everything that we saw in the last four years has been done before. Yeah. It's the right. classic playbook. What's well, the culmination of a bunch of ideologies that are bent on keeping a white supremacist system, white supremacist in a lot of ways. Sure. You know? But I'm going to bring it back down to how do we get through? How do we give that? We're, we're just, this is a whole, that we did that topic before, but it's the fact that it can still ignite us in that fever is. Um, I'm not entirely certain that's a bad thing as long as you get through it. As long as you get through it and you turn it into how does this, how does this feeling allow me to change, correct, or connect to uh my community in ways that oppose these sorts of things happening right you know like all politics are local right sure link the lincoln city Council. oh my god look what we just did we did that yeah we that, pretty soundly rebuked our governor yes thank god yeah and you know who real- would make it an excellent governor our mayor oh she would she mm-hmm. totally would She'll never get elected because of Western Nebraska, but it's a nice thought. I'd like to have our mayor on. That would be so cool. Mm-hmm. 
she's amazing. I have profound respect for her. Mm-hmm. Mayor Larian Gaylor Baird. Yes, she has stood up to all manner of powerful interests mm-hmm. and general stupidity and <laughs> insane lawsuits and mm-hmm. Um, yeah. with a grace and a dignity and a strength that is absolutely inspiring you know like seriously parents out there let's 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 do a compare and contrast here mayor uh versus our former president oh yeah like who's right. your role model gonna be mayor baird for sure mayor baird yeah yep mm-hmm. yeah she's been great mm-hmm. so yeah i mean you know that I don't know that I really I'll be first to admit. I mean, prior to three or four Hold on years, just one second. I'm going to let a dog out. Hold on. What does that mean? Oh, he's letting his dog out. Sonny just uh, very clearly said it's time for me to go out. Well, she uh, the garage door went up. So she had to go, you know, alert the neighborhood to that event. Greet the humans. Yeah. Anyway, three or four years. Three or four years ago, I wouldn't have paid much attention to city council or airport authority, but I knew the candidates and I knew the ones that I didn't want to, you know what I mean? Like I, and a lot of that has to do with social media for sure. But a lot of it just has to be like, well, uh, you know, when your votes are, my vote as a white male is not necessarily always undermined, but I've (laughs) learned enough in the last four years that there is plenty of voter suppression in the world. And that is a thing to do whether you think it affects you or not mm-hmm. vote for the things that are at least going to, I mean, if marginalized communities are crying for a certain thing and, or party or candidate, you listen to those people right now because right. You know, you vote that way. That's There's my the, thought. The thing that has been, Oh, I don't troubling is the right word. Eye opening, whatever is that it's very, very obvious that I'll just say it, the Republican party, the Trump party, whatever you want to call it has abandoned any pretense of being democratic. Yeah. There it's just 100% blatant. We're going to try to stop people from voting that we don't want voting. Yes. Because everybody hates us, but we don't care because we don't care about anybody but ourselves. So we're just going to steal it. Okay. Is that cool? We're just going to, we're just going to steal. We're just going to steal it. I know our fascism is showing, but we're just going to roll with it. Yeah. Yeah. And and there's a, there's just enough people in this country. They're like, we're actually pretty good with that because we hate all those other people. There's there's a sign on this horse trailer on my way to work on highway 77 Uh that says it's white Protestant men that had wrote the constitution and wrote the bill of rights. And, you know, I mean, it's like, they're just, Okay, yeah. we're just we're just okay. It's just yeah. like out, you know, which yeah. is I think interesting that it's like the 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 white supremacist, racist, fascist regime is wrapped in the GOP party. We'll say that, but it's also like everybody's you're saying what used to be the quiet part, you're saying it out loud now. Right. You're just letting yeah. everybody know. Yeah. But the fucked up thing is that people drink the Kool-Aid. Yeah. I mean, I see it in my na- I see it in my neighborhood. I see it in my sure. school. Yeah. It's just, it's like white out there. You know, that, 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 that's been, if anything, it's been the nice thing of the last few years is that we know who all the racists are. Yeah. Right. Right. 
that's I, the, the best thing I've heard is, you know, there's this new app. It tells you <laughs> it tells you who you, your friends and family and church and schools would have joined the Nazi party in the 1930s are. It's called Facebook. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent, man. It's like it's it's been very useful for that. Yes, it has. Oh, fuck. Well, so that's been the challenge is to remain like, oh, okay, well, we have this new knowledge. Mm-hmm. What do we do with it? Yeah. Uh, I don't allow those. If I don't allow it in my home, it doesn't have to be on my social channels. And I don't really allow fascist, racist shit in my house. So, right. yeah, it's been fun cleaning that out over the last couple of years, especially mm-hmm. the last year. Mm-hmm. When you see people that like, nah, you know, that are just being complete idiots when it comes to, you know, wanting to silence black voices or, or people of color or the idea that uh, perhaps our, you know, law enforcement needs some adapt adapting, maybe <laughs> just at very least needs some. Oh my God. That's a whole other thing. It is a whole other thing. And, um, I don't, we just hit our hour mark. I don't know that we need to get into that, but man, I mean, that's the other thing too, is that it, I don't think that just being like, well, let it go or, or anybody's nope. spiritual path should, should, uh, absolve them of having to deal with this. But I think, yeah, Mary talks about it pretty well mm-hmm. that like it had, you can be both. And you can take action and see how it benefits their, your community and the people around you and yourself. But the trick is to not bite the hook of the feeling that comes with that. Like, Mm -hmm. I mean, we all know people that that rant turns into eight emails, turns into four Facebook Mm -hmm. posts, turns into, Mm -hmm. you know, a broken door and kicking the dog. And you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like it, right. That we can't allow, you can't allow that stuff to, to, to hook you so bad that it takes you all the way down. You know, that's, I mean, that's the balance, right? Like that's, it's, it's the whole thing between uh, ignorance is bliss and the unexamined life is not worth living. Yeah. <laughs> like there's a balance in there somewhere. Oh, yeah. There's got to be. I love that you mentioned on the less than 2000 podcast, like, no, no, you guys are great. You're totally filling your role in this. Yes. With just just fun, lighthearted stuff. Yes. Yes. Like, yeah, we need that. It's very we important. Totally need that. We yep. need whimsy. We need whimsy. We need, you know. Uh, yeah, we need to argue about whether or not, you know, Reebok pumps are better than Air Jordans or, you know, <laughs> true. Uh, you know, like that. Yeah, we need that. Fun. I mean, we do, we definitely need we need both. Um, I, I, uh, some, I was listening to something earlier. It talked about balance and like the, this idea of balance in spiritual circles or in spiritual teachers is, you know, can be misconstrued as this thing that you have to achieve or you have to grasp for and have to work for balance. Our natural state is balance. Hmm. It's everything else that, you know, so what are the things in your life that you, when you add, it takes you out of balance. And that sometimes that's work and that's necessary. Sometimes that's family and that's necessary. Sometimes that's Hmm. emotions and that's necessary, but to remember that your natural state is balance, that we cloud it with all of our shit, you know? My sit this morning, I did a 20 minute thing on the Plum Village app with Thich Nhat Han. Yes. And it was a very simple meditation. It was just enjoying breathing and mm-hmm. enjoying my back. Oh, wow. With the back that the back that, that gives you pain. 
that you have pain. hundred percent. Yes. But that, he didn't address that, but it was like, you invite, you invite the Buddha to sit with your breath and you enjoy that. And you invite the Buddha to sit with your back and you enjoy that. Like the concept of just sitting and enjoying. Yeah. Like that's mind blowing. And yeah. then, and then he invited us to sit with, with Jesus Christ mm -hmm. and to sit with the breath and to invite Jesus Christ to sit with your back. Mm. And he said, and those, that is the best of us. Yeah. And I thought it was really, I was like, Oh, wow. Cause I'm reading that book, living Buddha, living Christ where he, Oh yeah. Yeah. It's really great. And so that was that kind of wrapped that all up. He, oh, he invited Jesus in too. That's really great. You know? So yeah, it's really cool. And, uh, and then, and then, um, he, do he actually say like, basically like now there is no Buddha and there is no Christ mm -hmm. because we're all just, mm. he was like, there's no difference is what he was saying. No difference. So enjoy your breath and enjoy your back. Which one is this? Cause I have that app. I it's haven't the done Plum that village one. app and it was underneath the tick, not Han I'll meditations. It. Yeah. It's great. It. it was nice. really great. It was very simple, but very profound. Go figure. Yeah. But that, so like all of that, what you're talking about, like all of this stuff that can get me hooked and excited mm -hmm. and whatever, when you're sitting, enjoying your breath with Buddha and Jesus. Yeah. Just like, that's just sit and enjoy your breath with Buddha and Jesus. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't mean don't engage. It just means that if we don't carve, if we don't, if we don't get in touch with our natural state of, of peace, balance, goodness, then what do you, then that, that chase for justice, it's like a, it's like a hungry ghost. That's never yes. going to get fed. Well, that's, I think that's the point of the, the meditation is that it's centered and grounded in such a way in that, in that feeling mm -hmm. that to disturb that in the name of whatever, right. You're, you're causing yourself. You're, it's a, that would be an act of violence to yourself. Yeah. Yes. So like, maybe don't do that. Well, it, yeah. Not harming that you're included in that. Yeah. And so that, yeah. like that, that was kind of my takeaway from that this morning. And now is that like this, this, whatever space, this mm -hmm. sacred space that I've created on this, on my piano stool, you know, <laughs> in my basement. Yeah. Like that to try it. It's like, it's, it's goes that thing out of the 12 and 12, that, that, that idea of, of to live forever in thankful contemplation. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. the, the direction is very clear to live yes. forever in thankful contemplation. Like yeah. that's the bar. Yeah. And that's kind of that same of enjoying the breath and enjoying the bag mm -hmm. with Buddha mm -hmm. and Jesus. Like we're living in thankful contemplation. Yes. And, and, and so to deviate from that is to deviate from any thought or any action that would take us away from that hmm. is not uh, uh, sacred, pure, holy, however you want to put it. Not yeah. to say that I do not, I don't want to give anybody the impression in case you've been listening for the last 45 minutes that I live in that space all the time, because that is not the case. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you spent time with that momentarily today so therefore you can no longer say you don't have that within right yeah, yeah. And, and i and i have it's like you can't see what has been you can't unsee what has been seen 
Yeah. You can shove yeah. it down. Yeah. He said, yeah, I, I get all that thankful contemplation sitting with <laughs> Jesus. But right now, I got to go beat up some immigrants. Right. Oh, no. Or. Yeah, yeah. You or, can't. Or or I need to go badmouth some Nazis. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've done in the last 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but there's there's uh, but there's there's something pretty profound, too, about what you said about awareness, like the, the you know, Ram Dass's mantra that he gave all of us before he died was i am loving awareness Mm. i am loving awareness we are all loving awareness and that's that's the goal i mean if i can be loving awareness and be reminded of that every moment then i have the opportunity to help or not get involved i have the opportunity to change or let go i have the opportunity to create i have the opportunity to just enjoy you know like and it and for me, and I think I've learned this in recovery and in other circles, that when I am doing that for the benefit of, of others, of myself and others, that's when it's stamped and sort of becomes real. If it's just about so that I can be a better worker, a better husband, better whatever, then it it is sort of, again, back to what you said way a while ago about it's not connected to the whole. It's not connected to others. It's about me and what I've done and what I continue to produce. Um, you know, that's why, you know, with every prayer or with every meditation sit or with whatever, like whatever you're doing, if you can dedicate it to the benefit of the people around you and yourself, then it, it loses that ability for it, for it to be full of suffering because it's like, I'm going to do this thing so that I'm a better worker. I'm going to do this thing. So I'm, I look cool at the whatever, you know, like not, you don't do it. So you look cool. You do it so that it benefits others. Mm-hmm. Um, That's a completely different dynamic. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's the starting point. I mean, that's how you can, that's how maybe we can fight Nazism or be nicer at the grocery store <laughs> or whatever the fuck it is, you know? Right. And enjoy, that, that, that gets me to, instead of trying, being at a concert, worrying about what people think of me, being at a concert and enjoying. Enjoy. Enjoy. Enjoy the concert. Enjoy it. I mean, Thich Nhat Hanh says that a lot. Like, you know, present moment, wonderful moment. And then he's like, enjoy. Just enjoy that. I, and, and I got to tell you, I used <laughs> to hate that. I know. I can't, it can't be that simple. Like, whatever, dude. Well. His whole thing too, he does a lot of that shit with smiling, like yeah. smiling, smile, like smile, smile, smile at your eyes, smile Ooh. at your pain, smile at your, yeah, whatever. Yeah. But smile present moment, suffering. wonderful moment. Enjoy. Yeah. Like enjoy. No, no, <laughs> no. Have you not see monk man? Yeah. Yeah. He's like, yeah, we actually used to set ourselves on fire to protect, yeah, yeah. To protest right, right, right. war. So yeah. If I can enjoy it, you can punk pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> you look at those pictures of the self-immolating monks and it's like, okay. Okay. That's where the bar is. Mm-hmm. That's where the bar is. Yeah. Hmm. It's kind of like the guy on the cross, really. Well, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. The symbol of that is to die too. And yeah. Rob Bell talks about that. That's why I still sort of keep him in my, in my world. Mm-hmm. Cause when he, he, he talks right around the, you know, right around Holy week, about that the symbol the metaphor of dying to your suffering your humanity dying to the powers that be choosing that third way mm. that's exactly that's the best story of that mm-hmm. you know and uh like the, and you know in a way the buddha did that it was like 
you know, uh, lived a life of wealth and privilege and then tried to be a complete aesthetic with, you know, with nothing Mm -hmm. and found that middle third way of, Mm -hmm. of, you know, being fully present to what was ever arising and not clinging. I knew a guy dying to it. I knew a guy out in Lake Tahoe. His name was Arjong and we weren't close by any stretch because, um, I don't, you know, we ran in different circles, I guess, but he kind of did that. Like he grew up wealthy and privileged and literally gave it all away. I don't know if he like would give a chair or just renounced the trust yeah. fund or whatever. Yeah. But he was like, I mean, he was kind of living that he wasn't a trust because he didn't have the trust fund. Ah, yes. That's you know what I'm saying. Point. Yeah. 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 And, uh, he had a way about him that was, uh, pretty powerful. Hmm you know, and intimidating as hell to me because I was clearly not on that path. No more. No. Give me more. Kind of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah or really or living in lack, you know, like, yeah, <laughs> but that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother thing to get hooked on. When you see somebody do that, it's like, how could you do that? Because I'm, I'm obsessed with what I don't have, you mm-hmm. know, and that's a whole nother trip. Mm. Mm. Well, I'm glad, I'm glad we got that figured out. <laughs> You know, it, was, it needed to have like we needed to have a good old fashioned circus talk. I you think know what so. I mean? It was good. You know, yeah, it was a good one. I don't know if anybody listening thought it was good, but that that uh, is something that like if we were driving to Omaha or something for that, a show, will, that, that is basically exact, what just. I love you that get. you said that on the less than two thousand podcast. Today. I was like, no, it's so nice. Yeah, just a chance for us to hang out. Yeah, dude, that's what this is all about. I love. We got to do our uh, we got to do our live show though. Yeah, that needs to happen. I need to get a, like a little mixing board. I need awesome. to. We need to actually get some equipment. Hey, if you want to donate, uh, I have Venmo. You can just yeah, put it. You want to donate? <laughs> Joel Send and I need an actual. We we need some actual equipment so we can take our show on the road. Yeah, man, because it's gonna be huge. It's gonna be huge. It'll be huge. It'll be huge fun. It'll be big fun. <laughs> It'll be big fun. I think we should just get one of those like little battery powered, like a like a portable battery. They're not even generators, like the thing that that they use for the rickshaw concerts. Oh yeah, yeah. And just set up a card table at at the <laughs> pavilion at Antelope Park. Yes. And have a little banner. I'm in. And then just start talking and see we how many people it. we end up with. We gotta ha- we gotta make this happen. Yeah, I'm totally down. TTBB's live. TTBB stock. I don't know. We'll we'll get a better name for sure. Joel and Steve Stock. <laughs> or or there'll uh, be dozens of us. Oh, we'll have the we'll make the banner like the meme that says we are really trying to be better. Change our mind. Oh my god, that's perfect. <laughs> oh my god, I love. We you, can dude. take audience requests. Yeah, or just take random people out of the crowd and have yeah, a chat with them. Yeah, like surprise interviews with randos. Right. Oh my god. Well, well, I this has we been did. fun. Yeah. I'm going to hop on my bicycle for a little bit before the sun goes down. Sweet. But I love you, uh, dude. E- I love you, too. Email ttbbpodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram. And please, oh, trying to be better podcast on Instagram. And please like and subscribe yeah. on the Apple and the can you subscribe on spotify i don't know give us a good you can review. you can follow the spotify because we're still chasing that lambo money yeah man get us a car but in a very spiritually fit way yes i'll take a pinto money but i think the lambo money is at least at least a two or three like a three channel mixing board money would be nice yeah so we can, so we can take this shit on the road that's what i'm saying we can right. go to a show and do the podcast on the parking lot oh my god oh my god it's gonna happen thanks for listening everybody we love yeah. you
Love you. Bye.
BARU